0: Welcome to Dumb Love. I'm Sally Brooks and I'm Jen oneill Smith and this is a podcast about all the dumb things that people will do for love. <laughs> so welcome to episode 136.
1: It's a quickie episode. It's a quickie episode, just like we told you it was gonna be.
0: Not only is it a quickie episode, it's also um, a, a destination. Ooh, episode. you guys, can
1: you can you feel it? Can you feel it? We're taking you on a little trip this week. We're at the very
0: tropical locale of. The country and its sweet <laughs> in mm. Asheville, North Carolina. Can you
1: feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel, feel the, hear breeze? the highway just outside our window? Can you smell the chlorine from the pool, which I think is three floors down, but seems I, to be next door. <laughs> I think we're right above the pool. Can you smell the coffee I burnt, but yet is also clear? There's a lot
0: of smells happening in this room right now. <laughs> we're happy you're here. We are. Um <laughs> Sally and I are doing a show tonight um at the Asheville Beauty Company. So by the time you no, yes, no. Yes. Asheville Beauty Academy. Mm-hmm. And uh, but so by the time uh, this comes out, we'll have already done the show. It will have been amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. We killed it. I mean, I we I know that we... Destroyed. Yeah. We mm-hmm. probably are not coming back to Atlanta because people are still, like, carrying us around on their shoulders. They want us
0: to move here? Yeah. They were they like,
1: you're our Super Bowl. Like a, a residency, <laughs> like a Vegas-style residency. Yes. We're going to have billboards. Dumb love every night. <laughs> we're basically Brittany.
0: Yes. <laughs> we're going to do that thing that Britney did where we have, like, a huge, huge celebration for us to make an announcement and yeah. then we'll literally walk out and then get into a limo and drive off.
1: <laughs> Did Brittany do that? Did she have a... Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Shoulders? She was
0: like <laughs> supposed to announce her residency uh, in Vegas, yeah. like her new show or something and it was like, there was like fireworks and... <laughs> Like hundreds and hundreds of like thousands of people, and you know, just Vegas style grandeur. Yeah. And then she literally just like walked out, waved, and then got into a limo and drove off. It was, <laughs> was crazy. This... It was in one of the Britney documentaries that I oh, watched. Oh, gotcha.
1: I'm like, was this pre or post uh, conservant? Conservatorship. I'm going to say it's probably the fourth
0: on the fourth Britney Spears documentary yeah. that I watched <laughs> regarding her conservatorship.
1: It's a, uh, I mean, you said conservatorship, like you obviously know a lot about it. I, I do. It's actually really fascinating. It is fascinating. And uh, my
0: friend Lauren, Mike's sister, Mike yeah. Albanese's sister, Lauren Albanese, she is a lawyer who de- deals with conservatorship and yeah. she has the craziest stories.
1: It's nuts. It really yeah. is like, like guardianship and conservatorships of, adults is like one of the hardest things to undo it's really yeah. like, you should really think twice before you like before you do one of those like it's wild there's lots of other ways to do it and with that and with that with little that. piece of legal advice <laughs> courtesy of miss britney spears uh let's get into our quickies let's do it um i can go first okay okay so this is an article from the washington post uh, by Jonathan Edwards. So, okay, so this is kind of crazy. This has to do, remember last week you did the quickie about how Wordle was right. a love story? Mm-hmm. This one also has to do with somebody loving Wordle, and it just may have saved their life. Really? Yes. Okay. okay. So this 80-year-old woman, her name is Denise Holt, she lives near outside of Chicago in Lincolnwood, Illinois, and she lives by herself, and she was woke up, in the middle of the night and found a naked man (gasps) standing just a couple feet away from her oh
0: my god yes
1: and so he um he had he had scissors and knives and he said (gasps) if you talk if you yell or if you scream i will kill you
0: oh my god
1: she said a calm came over her like she was like suddenly still and she said i won't do any of those things Whatever you say, I will do. So it was one in the morning, like, looking at this guy, that he is, like, bleeding profusely. Like, obviously something had happened to him. Oh, my God. And he's, like, shivering, and he seems to be either completely drugged up or on, like, a mental break. Like, he is obviously out of it and he says he tells her he's like I'm so cold I need all your blankets so she gave in all her blankets and then he was like where are your phones where's your cell phone where's your you know and she was like I have a cell phone downstairs my because she's one of those smart people that puts her cell phone downstairs when she goes to bed oh wow Uh, and then like a a landline um and he was like if you lie to me I'll cut you (gasps) like I will kill you and she was like okay like she said you're you know you're really scaring me and the guy like it made for some reason that like snapped him out of himself a little bit and he was like I'm not gonna hurt you or molest you I promise and so uh she was like okay so she gave him all of her blankets and then he was like I need I need to get in the shower to get warm and he made her get in the shower with him she was fully oh my clothed, God. but he was like didn't want her to run away so he was like, that's not I'm not warm enough. So she's like in her nightgown. He filled up the tub and he made her lay on top like she was like a blanket. Oh, on my top God. Of him. And she said that she said to him, listen, you're the captain. I'm on your team. Whatever you say, we will do. And he said, OK, I like that, It like calmed him down a bit. So then the man takes her downstairs uh, to her basement and locks her in the bathroom there. And she said she was freezing because she's wet. Yeah. You know? And it's winter in Chicago. And of course, she's in her basement, which isn't heated. So she had no medication. She's 80 years old. She oh, has like wow. pain medication. Um, and so he, she was down there for 20 hours. She said she had no concept of time. At some point, she was feeling very bleak. And so she started telling herself "Just think about people have gone through worse. Like people like have been in concentration camps. They're prisoners of war, like you can do this, you haven't been here this long. She said, they managed to stay alive and you're gonna act up for one goddamn night or two nights in a basement? And then she said she started doing – her daughter taught her how to do meditative breathing. So she started doing meditative breathing. And she said she would get up and, like, march and stretch around every 20 to 25 minutes. She said at one point, the man came down and opened the door and then was like, oh, I guess you didn't sleep. And then closed it again and then left. He never brought her any food. She started thinking of ways she could escape or fight, but she just couldn't – you know, she was like, I'm 80 years old. What am I going to do? He has – Knives and he seems like so out of it and crazy that I don't know what he'll do. So she didn't know that while she was in the basement that her daughters were actually planning her rescue. So her oldest daughter lives in California, was like... What is wrong with mom? She, the first thing she does every morning is <gasps> texts me her Wordle score. Oh, my God. So she was like, that is something is up with that. And so she called her other sister who lives in Portland, Oregon. She was like, yeah, I texted mom and she has not responded to my text at all. So they got a hold of a friend. I mean, they tried to call her the mom and she wasn't answering. They talked to a friend who they knew that she was supposed to go to a matinee mm-hmm. like a um, of on sa- Sunday afternoon and she didn't show up and so like this is not something she probably had a heart attack something is going on so they had a neighbor go over and the neighbor rang her doorbell and nobody answered but the neighbor was like look her car is still here I'm afraid something's happened to her oh wow so they call the police and the police go and do a wellness check and they knock on the door and they're like anybody home and she was like this is my chance so she starts yelling she's like i'm here i'm here i'm in the basement in the basement so they bust down the door they find her and it is 9.40 p.m. She had been there for almost 21 hours. Oh, my God. And so at the same time, officers went upstairs and they found a man upstairs in the bedroom, covered in blood, armed with several knives. His name was, they identified him as 32-year-old James Davis III. Uh, apparently, they tried to taser him, but it didn't mm. work. And then so what they said was... Uh, just before 3 a.m. on Monday, police used less than lethal options to arrest him. So who knows what that means? But um, but they said that they believe he was going into through a mental health crisis. He shattered a window and broke into her house. So he's Is been that char- why he
0: was covered in blood?
1: Yeah. Uh. So he's been charged. No, I don't know why he was naked, but he's been charged with four felonies, home invasion with a dangerous weapon, aggravated kidnapping while armed with a dangerous weapon, two counts of aggravated assault against a peace officer. So apparently he fought. The police officers so denise said that she everybody is like you're gonna you know once you realize what happened you're gonna break down and she was like i don't think so i think i i'm like i'm strong enough to get through this but she did say that she's not gonna Returned to her house, she said oh, she went yeah. back. Yeah, she was like, "It's just been ruined." She went back briefly, and there was like blood all over the walls. Oh man! And she was like, "You know, it just became an unsafe place." I get that. Um, but she said, "I still feel lucky to be alive. I never thought I would come out of that alive." But isn't it just like I think it's amazing that her daughters just knew from like not talking to her for one day. Yeah, were like something's wrong with mom, and that they like were with it enough and they thought like enough to like
0: yeah rally the
1: troops isn't that crazy
0: yes that is and now i'm like thinking of like i'm like oh man i'm like, the know. worst daughter <laughs> i
1: was like i should go my dad <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, i'm like mom text me your dunkin donuts order every morning
1: like
0: like i'm trying to think like what's the thing my mom does every day i mean your mom she doesn't she gets Dunkin' for for my father yeah um but it's like yeah i'm like what's the thing you do every day like that that if you didn't didn't do do it 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 would be weird yeah Yeah, i don't know i don't know either talk to bobby (laughs) so um man that's crazy that's a wild story yeah Whoa. It's like a See, mini a wor- mini wild. Who knew that Wordle would have just such an impact? Right?
1: Such a oh <sighs> <elf. That's, laughs> if you guys have a Wordle story, please let us know. Yeah,
0: but we're just gonna change directions completely this podcast <laughs> is only about Wordle. Love it. All right, Sally, are you ready for my quickie this yes. week? Okay, great. Yes, I am. So my information came from an article for today.com written by Danielle Campo and more. We've done quickies before on people doing baby announcements and engagement mm-hmm. announcements, yeah. fun photo shoots. Did you guys do any kind of engagement announcements? No. But, yeah, we didn't either. That was like
1: that wasn't. I did We didn't really do like it wasn't
0: like we didn't even do like engagement photos or anything like no, that. No, I don't
1: think I. Ha- I mean, I didn't have like a wedding shower even. Yeah. Like I had a we had a I had a bachelorette party that was but that I was like, why am I not invite the same people? <laughs> yeah. I just have one thing.
0: I had showers yeah. but I didn't have um like I just was not like a photo shoot person. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I mean yeah, can yeah. you
1: Ben would just like
0: his eyes. i know so
1: hard. <laughs> Well, we would
0: definitely like you know i'm sure it would be some kind of an ironic photo shoot sort of like how this couple did so this couple 29 year old tyler frederick and uh chelsea roy who's 23 they've been together for four years and one thing that they knew um upon meeting each other mm. that they had in common that they knew right away was that neither one of them wanted to have kids ever okay <laughs> So
1: uh, Chelsea I'm told just, the, the possibilities of what this photo shoot. Yeah, be are really. Uh, so, uh,
0: so they decided to rather than have, you know, how a lot of people have birth announcements. Uh-huh. They decided to announce that Tyler was getting a vasectomy.
1: <laughs> I love this. So it's much. pretty amazing. These photos are hilarious.
0: So there's, you know, those um, photos where it's like kind of that 70s looking where there's like in the background there's like a like they're staring off into the distance and then in the background there's another picture of Uh the person like (laughs) looking longingly into so there's that and she's like holding him from behind and he's staring (laughs) off to the side and in his hands um they're carrying like they would a baby um a pair of scissors (laughs) then there's another one where they're outside and um they're like holding each other and staring off into like Uh it looks like an autumn photo shoot yeah and he's holding up a pair of tidy whiteies that say snip snip across (laughs) the front of it so there was a couple of photos like that but then my favorite one is you know how like actually my brother wrote a commercial about the taco bell sunset heart hands oh yeah so they there's a Photo of them doing heart hands together over his peen. Hilarious! I cannot wait to share these uh, photos on Instagram. Oh, but that's so good. Um, so it was actually Tyler's idea. Chelsea said, I wasn't sure about it at first, but she was, but that she wasn't opposed to it. Yeah. And then she said, it, and then she ended up enjoying it. So they asked their uh, pro- friend, it's a professional photographer, his name's Elijah Van Dyne, um, if he would do the photo shoot for yeah. him. And while he said that um, it's not something he had ever done before, he was definitely happy to help him. They actually invited all of their, a bunch of friends to come with them on the photo shoot just to kind of ease the awkwardness of like, as they said, posing with a pair of tidy whiteys in public. Um, So they just had like a whole entourage with them and everybody was laughing and having a good time and made a whole day of it. Great Uh, fun. I know. It sounds so fun. And so what's so amazing is that, so they got their pictures right before they went on a trip and they posted them on. No. Thank God. And then they posted them on Facebook. Yeah. And then they went out of town and didn't think anything of it. And then when they came home, which is a good, also shows to me such... Right. Like, so you you don't look at Facebook when you're not home. That's amazing.
1: (laughs) Good for you. I
0: know. And so they, um, when they came home, they realized that it had completely taken off and the announcement went viral and it had more than 12,000 likes and 15,000 shares. And then when they made the post public, it like really took off. Yeah. He said that they have had some. While the public reaction is mostly positive, they have had some haters, which is to be expected.
1: That's there's always going to be the haters. Um, if you put anything on the internet, there's but the haters.
0: But a lot of people think that it's awesome, and they think that, um, and they thank the couple for like normalizing, yeah, like celebrating and normalizing being a childless couple by yeah. choice. Like a lot of, and that's like it's really a trend that's taking off like uh, apparently a growing number of Americans are now saying that they don't plan on having children Mm -hmm. and that um, the birth rate has actually hit a historic low during the COVID-19 pandemic.
1: Yeah isn't it funny because I remember at the beginning people were like there's gonna be so many COVID babies I was like I bet there's not. No everybody's (laughs) like fuck bringing anything into this (laughs) world. (laughs) Especially not people who already have kids like are like definitely not having more kids during the pandemic. This is (laughs) it was hard enough (laughs) i know i
0: know i think that it's awesome when people know Mm -hmm. right away that they don't want to have kids i think that's great like why why have a child if you don't 100 percent want to have a child just for the sake of having one like that's just not fair to you and it's not fair to the child you know what i mean so i I think that i whenever a friend of mine um was one of the first people that I know, even from way back in the day when mm-hmm. we were like in high school. Was like, no, I just never want to have kids. And I remember people being like,
1: "What? But You'll you're a your woman. Mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and That's I was your I, purpose in life. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: you don't say that. Uh-huh. Don't say you don't want kids. And I've always thought it was so badass. I'm like, yeah. I love that you don't want to have kids. And she has, um, you know. Niece that she's a very amazing aunt too, yeah. and she lives her best life. It's great. Go Anna, I love you. <laughs>
1: love you.
0: Anyways, I think that it's great that this trend is taking off, and yeah. that people are now celebrating when people decide, uh, couples decide to be childless. Yeah. Tyler did tell uh, Today. dot while they d- they don't want to have kids, they also do have like you know great reverence for people in their lives that do. They- he said, I have. Plenty of friends that are parents, some single moms, some single dads, and they are rock stars. He said, parenting does not seem like an easy job, and definitely one I'm not cut out for and then they said pun intended of course <laughs> um but you
1: know that's like one of those things where somebody who is talking about oh i want kids and i having kids is the best thing in the world would never make that consolation to some to be like but i understand there are people who choose not to have kids and that's a valid choice too like i feel yeah. like you only say that because having kids is like the default mostly and people it's like especially women are of like we if we don't want kids it is seen as like what's wrong with you yeah or like, like or you're selfish or change or, your mind.
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: which like even in my like i am totally on board with that and in my mind when you were telling that story i was like well they're gonna regret those pictures when they changed their mind down the lower oh road? were like, you thinking that i mean that? just like briefly just a uh-huh. little tiny shitty part of me
0: Oh well, I I mean, he had a
1: vasectomy. It's reversible.
0: I guess it is. I actually, I uh, someone was just telling me that their um, that when they were married, their husband had a vasectomy, and then after they got divorced, he um, ended up having a baby with his next wife. Yeah, and um, because the vasectomy, it it didn't get reversed. Oh, it It just didn't take. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that'll
1: happen. That's... Well, that's a good one. I like that couple. Uh, Thanks. Yeah, they're really cool. And I love these pictures. They're real fun. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I know you, the... The um, comedian Jen Kirkman wrote that book that was like, I can barely take care of myself.
0: Yes. And all about
1: like choosing to be childless. And she just is like, it's so funny because she's like, I get so much backlash. Yeah. That's like the thing that people, you know, she's like, I'm now like a 45 year old woman and people still think, oh, you're going to change your mind. She's like, I have always known I don't want kids. Like I am... I think it is okay. Like it is okay and I'll to never, say that.
0: Yeah, and I'll never understand why something that is such a personal choice affects and it has no effect on other yeah. people. Uh, um, why people are so compelled to weigh in yeah. and um, and be
1: affected by it, even though it has nothing to do with them. Well, I think especially like having a kid. I'm like, I understand not wanting kid even more, right? Like, I totally. I'm like, it is so hard, and it really is like it's like it's it is affects your life. 100% your life has changed. So, yes. Like there is no, I mean, having a kid is wonderful and I love my kid. I'm so happy I have oh, yeah. him. But also I would understand, I completely understand even more what people oh, are like. Yeah. I, don't I kids.
0: always knew I wanted to have kids yeah. and I was always to the point, And My nickname growing up was always everybody called me Gen Mom because even when I was a little girl, I (laughs) was taking care of everybody and like babying people and whatever. And so I always knew that that I'm definitely going to have kids. And even with that said, having known that my whole life and being such a like a Gen Mom and a a, like a nurturing care, like, you know, person that wants to care for people. I, now that I have kids, and I love them.
1: Yes. So much. I love them.
0: I do. I, I yes. love my kids more than anything. But um, I can, I can completely celebrate and appreciate people that don't want to Yes. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, nice. Yeah. Now that we just shat on our kids.
1: But, no, I'm sitting. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right, I have a nice one. Okay, let's do it. Okay, this is just a nice little story about finding some friends after the pandemic. So uh, this is from today.com by Francesca Gariano and Carrie Breen. This guy named Curtis Kimball lives in San Francisco and... You know, I think especially being in California, they've had like some pretty strict lockdowns. And also um, he had a lot of friends who moved away. Like, I think a lot of people moved out of big cities, expensive cities during the pandemic. And Mm so he has young children and he and his wife were kind of realized we barely know any of our neighbors. We like our social circle is really shrunk. And his wife kept encouraging him to like, go make friends. Like, you got to you need to figure out a way to make friends. It seems like he's like a pretty social person. And so he came up with an idea. He used to own this food cart called the creme brulee cart. And Yum. so he decided, he was like, I'm going to feed some people. So he tweeted out an invitation that said, like, many, San, many in San Francisco, I had a bunch of friends move away during the pandemic, so I'm looking to meet some new people, make some new connections. Um, and then he also hung up flyers around the neighborhood that one said, my wife says I'm getting weird. She says I need to make friends. <laughs> and so... What the flyers and tweets were were invitations to come to a pancake party. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. He said, I'm making pancakes. And then he gave his address. And then on the morning of the pancake party, he set up this station outside of his house on the sidewalk and he waited and he said, I actually didn't know what to expect at all. I was terrified of setting it up. Even putting the flyers made me feel nervous and self-conscious. Like this could be a really dumb idea and everyone might hate it. He said, but then the first people showed up right away. They lived two doors down and they were very excited. And then he said um, that as like more and more people showed up, he could just sense that everyone who arrived was like happy. He said they just came with some sense of wonder and hope and joy. He said they didn't know what to expect, but they were expecting it to be wonderful. And because of that, it really was. So he didn't think like in, when he put up the flyers, he was like, maybe a couple people will come. Um, but he just knew, like, I just want to, you know, reconnect with neighbors like who I haven't met. And and he figured, like, everybody enjoys pancakes. He was like, why not? But it turns out that 75 people came over. They ate over 125 pancakes. And he said that, like, the vibe was kind of incredible. How like, many pancakes? 125, which I was like, is it just like people? He just buy everybody around his shots It's cheaper <laughs> all the ingredients <laughs> he <laughs> said kidding. people were hungry to connect and laugh at this ridiculous event so it was a really nice no, mix I think it's awesome yeah generations and backgrounds which you don't often see in San Francisco lots of kids and dogs which was fun for my kids and a lot of people who live near each other but had never connected and he said it was such a hit that he actually hosted another one this weekend because a lot of people were like oh I missed your pancake thing my oh weekend. of course yeah, that, yeah everybody's kidding, <laughs> like, when's your next pancake yeah. party so he He did another one this weekend um, and he said he wants like his hope is that the next time he'll do one in like another neighborhood so we can meet more people. He said it's really important because most of our public spaces are dominated by big arguments over our differences as people and those things are, are important but what feels lost and might be equally important is celebrating each other and our commonalities. We need more chances as people to root for each other and to believe in each other as humans. Um, and he said he hopes that, like, he can inspire other people in other communities, like other states, to mm-hmm. host their own Saturday pancake parties. That's really nice. Should we host a pancake party, Jack? Well, you know I would never do that. <laughs> I feel like you would host a pancake party. I feel like you uh, would have a backyard uh... pancake party.
0: Actually, you're right. I do have parties at my house all the time. Yeah, um, yeah I would. Okay. Uh-huh. But I, yeah, I would need some help making the pancakes, though.
1: I'll flip some pancakes
0: okay actually you know what <laughs> i want to be the one flipping the pancakes because then i don't have to like walk around and, and meet your neighbor socialize yeah you can Just be
1: like what do you want here you go yeah
0: i'll just to give you. them welcome. the pancake yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, uh that puts a warm
0: feeling in your heart it does you... yep it's very nice okay now yeah. we have to have a pancake party
1: okay did you? Then when this comes out, it is Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. yeah. It is happy
0: Valentine's yep. Day. I uh,
1: hope you all are feeling the love from us. Yeah. Yeah. I'll
0: right. be, um probably just laying on my couch.
1: Same, same, same. (laughs) um, So this was, you know, well, you came to Max's birthday party, but it was my son's birthday and we like did, went all out and celebrated him all week. It was so cute. um, It was
0: a cat themed birthday party. Yeah, he
1: was really excited. And you guys
0: really really leaned into the cat theme I mean, my kid likes two
1: things he likes cats and he likes the color pink and we did all of it you sure did it was a really great party he's yeah such a lucky boy he's like cutie he uh but um uh, but in all of that ben was like i completely forgot about valentine's day i was like oh dude i we're not there's yeah. like, no bandwidth for doing valentine's day he was like okay great so we've already predetermined there's no valentine's day
0: yeah happen in our i'll house. take i'll take that this year too how about yeah. no valentine's day for me yep. either especially <laughs> considering i'm newly divorced right
1: <laughs> no <of> valentine's <laughs> day
0: for me Yep. um
1: let's do something dumb and something we love okay let's do it well it's valentine's day so it's only love for here okay. and also i couldn't come up with anything dumb in the two minutes i thought about it so the thing I love is that it was my little kitty's birthday. Yeah. And it, I mean, well, what is dumb is that I was looking at pictures from his fourth birthday party, which he also came to. And that was like two days before the pandemic. Uh, and yeah. when, like that what popped up on my phone. I was like, oh my God, in my mind, we're still there. But my kid is was four then, and now he turned six. I like know. that's such a huge difference in his life and our lives, but it still feels like. I I mean, so much has happened. It's like like, 20% of his life
0: has been in the, during
1: the pandemic. Yes. Which is just, yeah, it's crazy. Right. Am I really good at math? or Yeah. You're amazing. I don't know. I didn't (laughs) check it, but I believe it. (laughs) I was like, that sounds right. I don't know. I'm not good at math in my head. Um, but, yeah, but it was really fun. Like, he had a great time. We have, like, a giant bouncy castle that yeah, so takes over our yard. And he was, yeah, he was, uh, he did good. He gets a little overwhelmed at big things like that. So I was really mm-hmm. proud of him that he, like, like, he went inside with you guys. Yeah. At, like, one point, and I think he just needed, like, a breather. And yeah, I, was I get like, it. And where did he go? And I was just in with you and your kids, like, doing, some, doing a craft. We did some art. You we guys- made bracelets. <laughs> it was great. We cut out masks. It made me so happy. I was like, oh, good. Mm. Okay. Yes. Aww. But yeah, but that's what I love. Love a little kitty. Um, I guess
0: for um, my something dumb, if I have to say something dumb, it's Dustin Harder, the Dustin vegan rotary. Harder. Hard <laughs> dumb, I
1: forgot. <laughs> no, I'm
0: just jo- I'm joking because, like, again, curse of the podcast. I can't say anything that's happening or it'll uh, fall apart. But Dustin was supposed to be with us on this trip, but last minute uh, plans had to change. Yeah, um, so we miss you, Dustin. I know. Um, but you know what? Sally and I are having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Wendy's. It was uh, amazing.
1: We went to a quick trip.
0: They're really treating us like royalty <laughs> here. We have an ice bucket with plastic cups also wrapped in plastic. Uh-huh. Um there is a lamp. <laughs> no, we're having a, we're having fun and I'm excited for the show tonight. Yeah. Uh we're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um and so something I love, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. just, I can't say it or I'm going to jinx it. Okay. Right. Um, but we're going to have a show tonight. Yeah. And um, I also love, that's also something that's dumb. Yeah. Is um the new season of Love is Blind is on. I know you don't watch this, Sally. It's garbage. No. It's <laughs> garbage. But the reason, okay, you, I know if you guys, if you guys don't know what Love is Blind is, it's the one where people, like, talk to each other while they're sitting in these pods, yeah. and then they, like, marry off. They, like, I propose to, watch to each it. other.
1: I think you told me it's to watch it. It's the dumbest I tried to watch shit it, I just, ever. Like,
0: I like to watch it angrily.
1: That's It just made me angry, and I was like, I don't know.
0: It's just so it slow. funny to me <laughs> and so transparent to yeah. watch these people, like, I don't know, like, like. Like, there's this one couple, and then this guy, like, starts out being, like, trying to guess what women look like by asking questions. Like, he was like, "Um, so if I took you to a music festival and you got on my shoulders, um, would that be hard for me to do? (laughs) (laughs) And then the girl's like, that's really, um you know, seems like a superficial question or whatever. And so, like, they seem like they're totally not getting along. Yeah. And he's Indian and she's Indian. And she's like, I don't like Indian guys. And he's like, I don't like Indian girls. But then, like, once it starts to get to the end where everybody's marrying off and it's yeah. like, well, now there's only going to be five couples that are going to be split like, spotlighted throughout this whole thing that's going to go on to the next level and get a lot of airtime, become famous, whatever. And it's so funny to watch these people scramble at the end. That's like, well, I don't know. Something about your voice just (laughs) seems so soothing to me. And, like, I've known you my whole life. And, like, I don't know. I just kind of feel this connection. Do you feel the connection? She's like, yeah, I do. I feel the connection. I I hated you 10 minutes ago, but I, I don't know. I just feel like... I want to marry you, <laughs> and then like, and then they propose to each other, and it's so transparent yeah. that it's like, like there was one guy that proposed to one girl, and then she was like, I don't know, like I just feel more of a connection with this other guy, and he was like, Oh, I'm heartbroken. I'm like, like, and he he gets he starts crying and he storms off and then he goes into another pod and he was like do you want to marry me to a different girl and she's like I don't know it's kind of weird to me that you literally just proposed to another girl kind of but weird. I guess are you do you promise you're over that girl and he's like oh yeah totally that was like six (laughs) minutes ago (laughs) she was like all right i'll marry you and then the whole season happens it's so fucked and so fun to watch Uh, so i I love it and i hate it it. it's so ridiculous (laughs) but i can't wait to see how all of these people are not going to make it through the end
1: what I thought you believed in love. No, I don't believe in this kind of love.
0: I believe in the, um, I believe in human greed. Yeah. And humans need for fame and fortune and attention at any cost. That's what I believe exists. Can you um. tell it's almost Valentine's Day? <laughs> so happy Valentine's Day, y'all. Um, anyways, um, yeah. Yeah, We did
1: it. We did a quickie, and now we're going to go eat. Yes! yes! Woo-hoo! Um, you guys, I hope you're having a great Valentine's Day, however you're celebrating or not celebrating. I hope that you will send us your love stories at dumblovepod at gmail.com. You can find us on all of the socials at Podcast. You could rate and review us. That would be so nice. Um, and you know what would be the best thing? If you could tell a friend. If you, if anybody you're on, this, on Facebook and someone's like, hey, I need a good suggestion for a road trip podcast, just pop in. Tell them yeah. to love. Tell We'd love to talk to people during their road trips. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not? So um Yeah, so do that. We'd love that. Do
0: all those things and don't forget to get out there and do something dumb for love. Dum 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 dum.